This is Joseph Coco. I'm at Space 2014 on behalf of Becca Hilburn's Art Process Blog, Keep on Trucking Nata Soup. If you could introduce yourself, please, Lee. My name is Lee Bradford, and I am from South Bend, Indiana. I am the creator of the Sweetie Tarot, and I also do tarot readings. Okay, and can you tell us a little, a little bit about your tarot readings? Well, what happened um, was I was taught how to read tarot when I was younger, about 20, and my dad, uh, my dad taught me. Sure. And the problem was that uh, tarot is very strongly based in Kabbalah, and I'm not Jewish. And there's a lot of imagery that's based in Wicca, and I'm not Wiccan. So I felt okay. a little bit alienated by the, uh, by the imagery that was in it. So I decided, I decided that I was going to make one that was more secular and that uh, catered more to what I felt was appropriate. So you've designed your own tarot deck that isn't necessarily specific to, to the religions that you mentioned. Yes, it has, it has no affiliated religion, and I think that that's very freeing. And a lot of people have found that they like that as well. And okay. uh, a lot of people feel alienated by the religious uh, connotations of the tarot. That's why they don't get into right. very often. The thing. So I've sold at least 30 of them, and I'm actually very proud of myself. And it sounds like it's a great way to um, just get into the tarot community and, and oh, those yeah. sorts of things in general. Oh. Um, so how are how are um, fans responding to it when you're actually doing readings? Do they do, are they aware that you've done the art for it? Or? Sometimes I start off and I tell them that I made it, and sometimes I don't start off by telling them, and then they're like, "I've never seen something like this before. This is a this is a style I've never seen it before. Where did you get this deck?" And I'll say, "I made it myself," and then they'll be just all over it, and then they'll even want to they'll want to read even more because uh, it's something that's something that I made not only personalized from the reading but it's a personalized yeah. deck as well so there's so people become more interested after they after they learn about it but I don't introduce myself as, as the creator of the tarot deck okay every time yeah um, and can you tell me a little bit about what's bringing you to space this year have you been to space in the past this is probably my fourth year doing space um, normally I'm all way back there where there's nobody <laughs> they usually stick in the little nook area. Uh, I don't know if it has a name, but... Uh, we just call it the leg. Okay. And uh, normally I'm back there, but they put me up here this time because I'm a return, and I, um, I'm actually seeing a lot better business because of it. Okay. And um, how, how are fans responding to uh, tarot readings at a comic book convention? I mean, obviously we have comics as well, so you don't feel the need to... Um, I, I don't want to say uh, blend into the crowd, but it, it's, it's something that you do. Um, well, it's, uh, it's a mixed bag. Most people are just curious. They've never had one before, and that's one of the reasons why I don't uh, charge a whole lot. Uh, right. Most people just want to know what it's like. So I give them a reading, and they're, they're satisfied with that. A uh, few people have had readings before, and they are impressed with what I have. But for the most part, it's just kind of like this benign thing. I have a lot better response for things like rock shows, because I do side stage at rock shows and horror conventions and other things that I've done. So okay. it's this is not the best turnout for my tarot readings, but it is pretty good for my comics. My comics have been selling pretty well. That's great. It's just another thing to talk about, so you're not just standing there behind a stack of comics. Yeah, 
explaining, giving the same comic pitch over and over again yeah. to everyone who comes by, essentially. Um, so yeah, and it's a, it's a great way to to get to know the person who's in front of your table too. I can imagine just um, after the reading is over, having a long conversation with someone, and then you know they get to know you and they they want to support you. They want to buy your comics. It can be very revealing. <laughs> yes. Very 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 revealing. Um, so you mentioned doing some horror shows. Uh, is that something that you try to sell comics at as well, or you do strictly terror reading? I have not done the, the comics because um, last time I was at Horror Realm, I did not have them printed yet, and that was a problem. But I yes. did sell a lot of prints, and I did a few terror readings. People bought other things that I had at the table, so that worked out really well. Next okay. time. <laughs> Next so time I'll have comments. You would encourage uh, uh, other artists who have a uh, horror show in their area to try to attend that and table it at that? If you think that your comic book actually fits in the horror genre, I would definitely suggest trying things that are outside of the comic books uh, because you never know. Uh, you might be the only person with comic books there and you might find a lot of people who want to do uh, who are interested in comic books. So I think that having that kind of diversity of interest is really important when you're starting that. And can you tell us a little bit about your comics? Um, is MDoc issue number two your latest? Or? Um, well, that's an interesting uh, question because I did these both, both Beyond the Pale and issue two around the same time. And um, Beyond the Pale is something that was not written by me. It was written by somebody else. And that one is about a boy who grew up as the central, central figure of a suicide cult. Everybody died except for him and this little girl. And he's been fighting for custody of this little girl because they are best friends and uh, they don't have any family left. Okay. So that's what that one's about. And there's a lot of spooky cult stuff, and that's by Brandon Becker. That's the, uh, that's the uh, writer. Now, I write M-Doc, and M-Doc is kind of like... Um, season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and set it in Pittsburgh. So, <laughs> okay. And um, instead of being around, uh, centered around a valley girl, it's centered around a, uh, a nerdy kid from Indiana. Lots of uh, pop culture references and just really bad jokes. Little supernatural things. It's a good time. I do that mostly to relax and do something episodic. It's aimed at more of a teen audience? Teens and young adults. Uh, it's more I would say twenties, actually. I'd say I'd say adults. Okay, that's <laughs> there's, fine. There's some there's some adult themes, just just jokes, not graphic, but yeah, stuff like that. All right. And um, how did you get into doing horror shows? As uh, you just assumed that uh, terror readings would, would work well there, and you decided to try one out, or did you have friends who were doing them? It was a bit of a hodgepodge. I um, actually I'm writing a novel with a friend, uh, May March. She and I are trying to write a horror novel together, and she fell in with this group. They said, hey, why don't you try uh, going to Horror Realm in Pittsburgh in September? And we said, okay. <laughs> and it turned out really well, and I loved it. It's nice to have a different crowd. Because sometimes seeing the same kind of people over and over again can get a little boring. <laughs> yeah. And getting out is really fun. Like getting out of your little comfort zone. It's scary, but it's fun. <laughs> so 
so you like attending the shows as well? Mm-hmm. I said you like attending the horror shows as well? Yeah, um, the first time we went to Horror Realm, we, were just, we just went and we didn't have a table, and, but we met so many really cool people. Um, Nelson, Nelson Piles runs a, uh, he runs a radio show where he reads short stories by uh, new authors, new horror authors, uh, that's called Wicked Library if anybody's interested. Um, met some really awesome authors from Postmortem Press, a bunch of, bunch of really awesome artists. Uh, if I had my catalog of business cards, I would show you. Right. Them all, but, uh, so it's just it's a great community to meet artists yeah, essentially. Kinds of people. Yeah, they're great. Okay, and um, can you you mentioned that uh, you don't charge very much for your tarot readings? Can you mention uh, how you decided? I heard you say earlier that you don't charge by the minute; you charge by per card. I charge by card, and the reason why a lot of people charge by the minute, and nothing against them. That's them. Um, but I understand that I have a tendency to ramble, and I don't think that's really fair, because <laughs> you're paying me to talk, as opposed to me paying me to read, yeah. which is really what you should be doing, and so I just have it be um, like a dollar per card, okay. and that way people who are curious can sate their curiosity, and people who are serious feel like they're being given a very good deal. Because I don't do this, I do this professionally, but it's not like I do it out of my home. I do it at like side stage at shows and stuff like that. Yeah. So having it as a little thing is just it's kind of a treat for other people. And where can we find uh, your works online? Your, yes, the comics and the tarot readings and the prints? If you go to cannibalcoalition.com. Uh, oh, you just took me. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> cannibalcoalition.com is actually up here. Oh, yeah, that works. one place to find everything. Sounds great. Um, okay, and uh, finally, would you have any advice to someone uh, considering coming to space for the first time? Have more than one thing. Um, it's nice, like, having comics is great, uh, because that's what it's about. But yeah. try to bring other things, too, uh, because people will people won't just remember your comics. They want, they'll, you'll be comics and, you'll be comics and tarot, you'll be comics and figurines, you'll be comics and the cute little figures that my neighbor makes. Yep. So they, that's what people remember, the things other than the comics, because after a while they blend together. So kind of diversify what you, what you make. All right. Well, thank you very much. I hope you have a good space. No problem. You too. Thanks for listening to Up and Conning Artist. A video version is available on the Natasoup YouTube channel, along with some convention recaps. And if you wouldn't mind, please consider supporting Becky Hilburn by contributing to her Patreon, or checking out her Tiny People comic at 7inchcara.com and wherever books are sold.